Hello, it's great to have you with us as we continue to go through Mark's Gospel. Now, sometimes Jesus had to take his disciples to one side and tell them off. Today we're going to look at two of those occasions and see what we can learn from them. If you want to read the passage for yourself, we're looking at Mark chapter 9 and verses 33 to 41. There's a link in the video description for an online Bible if you need it. Do you subscribe to a streaming service? If so, which one? Or is it more than one? What made you choose? Currently, I have a subscription to three TV services and one music service. Why did I choose those ones? Part of it is having the variety I want, different programs that fit with the makeup of our family. Then there's convenience. They work well with our devices. And also, some have added benefits. I mean, one subscription comes with next day delivery. No prizes for guessing which. We tend to choose things for the benefit that they give us. We're willing to part with our money because we believe it will buy us the life we want. We give our time and energy to stuff that serves our goals and ends. Is that how we should approach following Jesus? Well, no. This section of Mark's Gospel begins with the disciples deep in an argument. What about? Mark tells us in verse 34, they had argued about who was the greatest. As disciples of Jesus, they felt special. They were important, part of his inner circle. This was starting to go to their heads and they were ranking each other, each one wanting to be at the top of the list. Jesus saw the opportunity to teach them about the kingdom. He called the 12 together and told them, anyone who wants to be first must be the very last and the servant of all. What did he mean? Being a follower of Jesus is not about gaining a high position with people looking up to us. It's about taking the role of a servant. Next, Jesus demonstrates this by taking a young child in his arms. Now, today, this wouldn't seem strange. Any newborn baby or cute toddler is easily the centre of attention. But in Jesus' day, a child was at best to be seen and not heard, and preferably not seen and not heard. Jesus tells them, whoever welcomes one of these little children in my name welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me does not welcome me, but the one who sent me. To follow Jesus means being a servant of all, even the very least. Yes, the Bible says being a Christian comes with glory and incredible privileges but we shouldn't make it about us. Next, John, one of Jesus' disciples, comes to Jesus with a complaint. Teacher, said John, we saw someone driving out demons in your name and we told him to stop because he was not one of us. So John and his buddies have been out and about and they've seen someone going around doing some miracles in Jesus' name. They've gone up to them, maybe asked a few questions and then ordered them to stop. Now, what's the problem here? Jesus' reply shows us the problem isn't with the person they've seen. It's with the disciples. Why? Well, look at the reason John gives. He tells Jesus that they ordered the person to stop because he wasn't one of them. He wasn't one of the twelve. He wasn't part of the club, so to speak. He didn't come from the right place or have the right background. Yet that didn't matter to Jesus. Jesus. 
What mattered was that this person was trying to follow him. Being a Christian doesn't mean being part of a selective and exclusive club. I think sometimes we can make it like that. You have to go to the right church or belong to the right denomination to be truly accepted. But that's not how Jesus describes the kingdom. He tells us that it's open to everyone who wants to follow him. That's the only reason the disciples were there. They were a ragtag bunch of people who others wouldn't have noticed. To be honest, it's the only reason I can be part of God's kingdom. A Christian is not someone who patrols the walls of the castle, keeping out everyone they don't like. No, a Christian should be someone who welcomes all who Christ welcomes. That's what Jesus means in verse 41. Truly I tell you, anyone who gives you a cup of water in my name because you belong to the Messiah will certainly not lose their reward. If you follow Jesus, you belong to his church. The Bible says that by believing in Jesus, you become part of the people of God, part of his family. That's huge. But we don't get to choose who else belongs. We don't get to mould it as we would like it. It's not about us. It's easy to bring a consumer mindset to Jesus. That's what we do in much of the rest of our life. What will I get if I pay this much for a holiday? What features do I get if I pay this much for a phone? What will I get if I follow Jesus? Yet Jesus turns our question around. He doesn't deny the privileges or the unexplainable joy of following him. But he calls us to ask a different question. What can I give? To be a follower of Jesus is to become a servant, to give your life to serve Jesus, and also to give your life to serve others. When someone becomes a Christian, when they put their trust in Jesus, they find incredible riches, forgiveness with God, security and comfort as God is with them every day, the hope of an eternity with Jesus. Yet that's not all. They also receive a call to serve. As you think about following Jesus, is that the picture that you have in mind? Next time, we'll look at one of the hardest passages in Mark's Gospel. I'd encourage you to join us on YouTube, Facebook, or by listening to the podcast on Apple or Spotify. Do like, subscribe, or whatever is appropriate. Hopefully, see you next time.